Hey, 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 my name is Yvonne Sasan. I'm the host of Startup REI Show, the number one real estate investing show for startup angel investors. Uh, today, we actually have a guest today, and his name is Brian Esposito. He is a founder, CEO, investor, board member, advisor. Among great titles, he's also a public speaker. We have him on the other screen here. I'll have him on right now. Hey, Brian, how are you doing? Hey. Hey, good, sir. How are you today? I am doing amazing. I'm so happy that you're here to share your expertise and your story, really. Um, maybe you could give us the audience a spiel of like who you are, what you do. Yeah, I'd be honored to. And thank you again for this great opportunity. Uh, so as you mentioned, Brian J. Esposito, I'm the CEO and founder of Esposito Intellectual Enterprises. It's a holding company that I built over the last 20 years and now consists of 85 plus different entities. I've accumulated over 150 joint ventures around the world and proudly operating in 25 different industries around the world. Uh, what I love to do with this chapter of my life that I've really perfected over the last few years is I get to take everything that I've built. So it's my holdings, partnerships, relationships, access, the way that I think, the way that I operate uh, and the way that I maneuver and help startups, even up to Fortune 500 companies in creating new value, creating new opportunities and boosting balance sheets and really showing how to create momentum and, and help companies become sustainable help protect founders and make sure that they're not diluted out of their own companies and give them all the tools and resources they need to not only be happy, but also be uh, successful and survive no matter what the markets are doing. Wow. That's a great, uh, that's so great that you're doing something for good, not only for this generation, but for the upcoming ones. Is that your deepest core, deepest why, or what's your deepest why now? I, I love that question. I often ask why I do what I do. Uh, I'm just I'm just wired to keep moving forward. Um, and I've been through one hell of a journey of, of many ups and downs on this on this um, life that I've been giving. And looking back, what I find the most rewarding and what helps me rationalize and justify some of the awful pitfalls that I went through is I get to help navigate founders and startups uh, to, to avoid some of the situations that I found myself in. So having that experience and those life lessons and being able to pay it forward and and uh, utilize it for the future of not only my own companies, but the companies I get to work with, you know, helps make it all make sense. Um, at least for me, it does. Your uh, organization has a saying, time is a commodity. Time is our most precious commodity. Can you explain that a little bit? Uh, yeah, I've, I've always felt that early on. I'm the youngest of four siblings by 10 to 13 years. So when I came around, I got to experience, you know, aunts, grandparents, uncles passing away. So I quickly learned that life is short. Um, every day is a blessing. Uh, so I just treat that uh, to the best that I can. You know, I'm not a robot. There's always emotions and reactions, but I continue to evolve and, and do better with life. But I, I'm very conscious about who I spend my time with, what I spend my time on. Uh, because uh, it, the word selfish actually became a positive uh, in my journey. I, don't, I look at that word in, in a different light where yeah. people should do things that make them happy. People should spend their time wisely on passions, things that they love. Uh, and, and that doesn't, you know, whoever you surround yourself with should support those things. You should never hurt people. You should never yeah. maliciously hurt people. But I do look at that word selfish uh, much differently, especially after I got into a... Uh, a uh, head-on collision with a drunk driver in 2016, um, I, I shouldn't be here. So that experience on top of already knowing how limited our, our, our time is here on this earth really enhanced that, you know, time is precious, do what you love, and um, and surround yourself with people that uh, that you also love. 
I think part of your message in this higher purpose thing is like, yes, time is precious. And uh, in, in curating um, whoever you talk to, when you talk to them, how you experience their um, livelihood, they or you in this case, make it a point that time is very, very valuable. So I'm sure you've had financial success. You've gotten to the point of, hey, I just want to get back at this point. So I really, really appreciate you for being here even for a short time, short moment of your whole lifespan. Um, is there anything else uh, that made you become this way, is, aside from like the crash in 2016? Um, yeah, I, I have a, a, an old soul type of mentality uh, inside of me. And you know, at the end of the day, I, I want to leave some kind of positive mark on this planet, on this life that, that made a difference, um, that impacted a, a single person or a company or a family, whatever the case may be. I just want to, I just want to leave here knowing that I did something good and that it resulted, resulted in maybe continuously good positive energy that, that followed that. And, um, as corny as it sounds, if we all just did that, I think we'd have a much better plan and in life and, and really enjoy the time that we have here. Uh, unfortunately, things like greed and ego get in the way and jealousies, and that's what allows people to you know, be a little bit closed offish and, and create those animosities that, uh, that we should just all put our, our guns on the table. And no matter what you have in the bank or not, it's irrelevant. You know, we're all human beings. You know, I don't define success by the amount of dollars that you have or the amount of nice things that you have. Right. I define success as treating people right. Um, and if you, if you hurt somebody, whether it's malicious or not, do what you can to make it right. And, uh, and just, just be kind to each other. That, that's a successful person to me. Someone that understands that we're all equal and we're all here to figure this out together. And the more that we work together, the, the better life everybody has. I think you raise a good point there, um, for, especially for startups that are trying to make the, make that are defining success in regards to, um, something monetary or financial or material. And so um, is there a specific message you have out there for people that are just starting up and that want to get into the investing space, yet they have this huge hurdle of how do I get there? Just like you have gone there and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I had to figure everything out for myself and um, with really not much support at all. So the fact that anybody listening is thinking about doing this, you have my ultimate respect that you're leaving the uh, safe, put that in quote, the safe corporate job where you're no longer a teacher and you're going to go after something that you really want to do and leave your mark on this planet. Yeah. Um, do it in a very smart, calculated way and go after opportunities that you can um, you can you, you can afford to, to go after right now. And one of the most important things any anybody no matter what your level of wealth or your your professional career is don't compare yourself to anybody look at your accomplishments feel self-worth value what you've done and and keep building upon it if i woke up every morning comparing myself to bill gates jeff bezos or elon musk i would feel so inadequate and like a failure but i wake up every day with we did great work yesterday let's repeat it and do it a little bit better today and then that's the momentum that you want to create and give off this great energy because light does attract light. And if you're going to go into a market like real estate, you know, go on places like LinkedIn. If you don't know anybody how to get into it, reach out to people that you admire and respect. Send them a nice note. Uh, odds are they will respond back. I respond back to everybody and start to build 
your network of people who you admire and who you may want to emulate as you go into this this new chapter of your life. Go to your local banks, build relationships with community banks. There's a lot of great programs that help um, uh, be able to finance commercial real estate um, because it is an asset. So if you're going to go after a project or or um, or commercial real estate building or a new development or whatever it may be, you know, build yourself with a great team of legal advisors, a great banking partner, and take your time. You know, now there's there's obviously a correction going on, which I always think yeah. is, 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 is a great thing. Corrections are healthy. It allows things to reset. And if you have the resources and the opportunities you go after and you take down those, those, those um, assets that may be on a discount. And, um, you know, what, what I always do is, is a sell lease back model for anybody that's listening. I think it's the most uh, effective way to really increase the value of, of, a, of a piece of real estate is you, you own the building or you attempt to own the building. But you also own the operating business inside of it. So you create this uh, credit rate and tenant that makes the building worth more value because the rental pool that's coming into the building is uh, sustainable and it's safe. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of ways to, to go into this market. Um, and now I think is a great time when, when things start to correct themselves. And, and again, surround yourself with the right resources and people that can help you accomplish what you're trying to do. Yeah. Talking about the investment side, uh, me and my partner, we do syndications and we're running our third fund coming up soon on our second fund. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of the syndication model, where mm -hmm. we just pull in money together and then there's a split between the people that are actively doing it versus people that are passively investing. And that's part of the reason why I started the show, because I saw that there was a huge fill or huge gap that needs filling for um, startup uh, founders, uh, VC fund managers um, that are not necessarily diversifying in real estate for cash flow or long-term holds because I'm seeing the huge volatility. Me as a startup founder before, um, there was no stable cash flow, but that was part of my risk appetite because I'm still young and I'm still figuring out these skill sets. And so you as an investor now, as you are investing your private money or investing someone else's private money, how have you been um attacking the uh attacking or looking at due diligence in your investments as we're going through a recession coming up soon or is it already happening uh yes yeah, so i i again I'm, I'm a unique bird out in the world i i don't look at things that i can't control uh so i can't get caught up in uh, outside noise or what the markets are doing. I always try to say we are going to build value within our holdings that share resources, like a, a rising tide rises all boats type of thing. Right. So no matter what the markets are doing, we want to be able to be in, in, a, in a position of sustainability, always, always aim for positive cash flows and earnings. And that allows us to continue to grow our businesses or get, or go after opportunities where the market may be having that correction like we talked about. So, Again, for me, I can't sit and, and think about inflation on top of some of our real estate development projects or our hotel projects that have supply chain issues or everything's backed up in the right. um, permit office because there was closures for two years. Of a, There's always going to be something that's going to throw a huge speed bump at you. You can't sit there and wait for that hurdle to disappear. You have to go around it. You have to go look for other opportunities. So... 
you know, now, and, and congratulations on having two successful funds and you seem like you got a great model. So wishing yep. you, you, hope you close this uh, record speed. You know, an, an interesting play for someone that may want to get into the space is start looking at real estate technology companies and startups and start, mm-hmm. start navigating your way into this, into this um, great market with other opportunities that again, start to build your network, start to build your relationships and, you know, looking at real estate tech, is interesting we do this in our sports industry and sports tech is going for the root mm-hmm. um, but you could you can do amazing things without having to worry about how do you go about raising a lot of capital or if there's you know if you don't have a million bucks to go put down for a 10 million dollar project that's not the norm but you can still play in those worlds with something uh, a piece of ip a great partnership or a good strategy you can still be in and you can still have a seat at the table while you're while you're building this um knowledge this plan and knowledge that, you, that you're looking to accomplish right 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 thank you for that well, one key question i have i know we're we're coming to a close here is i don't think anyone is necessarily proud of sharing a time they had a failed investment but what are your key takeaways or if you're willing to share that oh yeah plenty of them uh now i do not i'm not passive at all on anything i i, I hold a management position on every company that i get involved with so if they're not mine that I started or acquired and they're companies that are courting me to join them, I am in the trenches with them. I am working with them. I am watching where the money's being spent, how it's being utilized, how the use of proceeds are being distributed. Um, I, I, if I'm ever in a gotcha moment where yeah. something happened, it's not the other person or person's fault. It's my fault for putting myself in that position. So if you have experienced a failure that's great because you got some good experience under you and you're now you're more seasoned to keep moving on in your career if you haven't experienced a failure you better you better experience one soon because the the bigger that you have in your holdings and the more wide your neck gets if you're not ready or know how to handle failures then you're not you're gonna have a bigger problem down the road so uh, anybody that that's gone through hell, you know, wear those scars proudly. Uh, it, it helps you become more seasoned, more aware. Helps you know who to, who to work with, and more importantly, who not to work with. Right. And um, and and you have to take ownership. It's never anybody else's fault. If you found yourself in harm's way, those are your decisions, your actions, your lack of actions that put you in that position. Now it's your job to make sure that that same situation doesn't happen again. And, and that's all. That's all part of us evolving and and becoming better and smarter human beings. Yep. Progress over perfection. You said it best. Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing that. And uh, um, there you go. That's Brian Esposito. How can uh, people learn more about you? Yeah, please. Anybody that wants to reach out to me, LinkedIn and Twitter is all used for social media. So it's Brian J. Esposito. You can find me on both of those platforms. Or the corporate website is eie.rocks. So eie.rocks. And also, I will uh, always proudly get back to every, anybody that ever reaches out to me or wants to speak with me. Awesome. Thank you very much, Brian. And uh, we appreciate your time being here. Uh, there's so much valuable uh, nuggets that you've shared, and uh, I cannot appreciate you more. Thank you, pal. Have a great day. I appreciate being on your show. You too. Thank you. And I'll end the stream now. <laughs>